0: Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Caroline. And after 833 episodes of this dang old podcast,
2: I'm out. So am I. Hello and goodbye, listeners. Yeah, hello. Welcome to our final episode of both 2016 and uh all time, I guess. Yeah. You guess? I mean, yeah. it's mine. Not guess. <laughs> yeah, no, we ain't coming back.
1: And... I love that our sprightly intro music is playing right now Um as we are perhaps shocking Peace. some listeners. But you know what? Hmm. 2016 was a dumpster fire of a year. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. So, so if this is sad news for you, just throw it in the
2: 2016 dumpster. Yeah. You know? Light it on fire. Walk away sassily. Into your future where you will take what you have learned on this podcast, the things that have inspired you, and you will be a better human. And hopefully, you know, that 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 sassy walk off
1: will maybe keep us in mind. You know, we are on the Internet as as people not associated with stuff mom never told you
2: yeah i mean you can talk to me all day long on twitter i'm at the caroline irv i'm also over on instagram at the caro irv Uh, apparently i never spell out my very short last name well who needs it i'm all about unnecessary brevs
1: irv irv totally um chuck of stuff you should know name drop Y'all, don't you love Chuck? Uh, Chuck calls me Kongs, which oh, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. And he's the only one who abrevs my last name. <laughs> and it's, it's so perfectly, so perfectly Chuck. Um, but I, I have myself have not adopted Kongs.
2: Yeah. No, I've I don't think I've heard you introduce yourself that way. Okay. But I, I told the people about my Twitter. I also have, uh, Caroline Irvin dot co is, is my website, which is really just like, Pictures and not much else, but you can submit a query to me through my website. If for some reason you can't talk to me on Twitter, uh, con- you're making that site real enticing. I know that traffic is just through the roof. Well, I haven't gone back to actually put much on it, but it's better than what my test site was years ago. I've talked about this on the podcast before. It was just like a purple background with a picture of a corgi and a tie. I say bring that back. I know. I
1: don't I know should. what happened to that corgi. Uh I meanwhile am all over the internet as well. Uh if you search Kristen Conger, C-R-I-S-T-E-N, there's only one of me. Thank goodness.
2: Yeah, there's a there's another Caroline Irvin. She's like (gasps) a she's a landscape architect. Really? That's not me. I do love yard work. I (sighs) I got a leaf blower for my birthday. And I love some yard work, but that is not me. Google results showdown. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta get that SEO girl. I know. (laughs)
1: Snag it. Um, I similarly am on Twitter, also on Instagram, both at Kristen Conger. I'm also on Snapchat. Oh God. I am too, but I don't know how to use it. (laughs) We're old. (laughs) We are old um i semi know how to use it uh and i I snap some i snap some figs from time to time to send it out to the kids uh i am planning to start doing some more character work on snapchat i've got a got a gal on the wings Snapcath. I love uh, it. She's, uh, you know, she, uh, she's going through some things, but she'll, she's there to tell you about it. Um, so head on over to my Snapchat <laughs> if you want to see some of my wig collection. Um, yeah, we, we are easily found across the internet. Um, we also have very exciting things in the works, um, for not 2016. I mean, really, really, really. I feel like I genuinely, couldn't think of a better time to step away from this beloved show which I am prouder of than anything I've ever done in my life um and this though is the time to step away and step out really and step up uh because
2: that's a step aerobics going on
1: yeah basically i'm starting a jazzercise studio <laughs> that's what we're trying to tell you uh no it's i mean 2016 uh just revealed in so many ways so much work that needs to be done and i think it pr- reprioritized a lot of people's lives and made them reconsider uh where they are investing themselves and and where all of that leads what it's actually supporting and uh I'm really excited uh not to be leaving our wonderful how stuff works colleagues um because they are just just the jewels of the earth they're the eighth wonder of the world I tell you um but I am really excited about becoming an independent media maker Because in this time, uh, I want to put my money where my mouth is. I want to talk my walk.
2: And that is part of it. Right. And being your own boss is certainly putting your – it's – it's what did you say? Walking your talk? Yeah. Putting your money where your shoes are. Yeah. Or or just like –
1: just – Playing hide and seek with money because now now I gotta go now I gotta go find it uh, if anyone wants to hire me I am so talented
2: yeah no there was you said something in our last episode about a bucket of ducats so we need to find that bucket of ducats at the end of the activist rainbow
1: Right, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but before we go any further we cannot underestimate, uh, what a tremendous opportunity How Stuff Works has given us. Um, I was but a scrappy 23 year old when a former staff writer, fellow staff writer at How Stuff Works, Molly Edmonds, y'all remember Molly from the old days, uh, came up with this cockamamie idea to do a show about women and gender and I tell you what, it was a tough pitch. It was a tough pitch at the time. Women were way more niche than they are today. Uh, but they let us do it. And I could not be more grateful for that opportunity. Um, so y'all, uh, How Stuff Works is is not flushing us down the toilet like a tampon, which you're not supposed to do. Um, they have plans for 2017 as well.
2: Yeah, we actually have a statement here from How Stuff Works. Uh How Stuff Works will continue to invest in women focused shows inspired by the voices of Sminty. Thanks for your support and look for much more from How Stuff Works in 2017.
1: And I can only assume that the phrase voices of sminty also encompasses all of my accents. Oh, for sure. Sh- th- yeah, that have been very polarizing over the years.
2: They really have been. People people will literally will they will write us a letter about something else and at the end they will put in like by the way, I love your voices. They're my favorite thing about it. Or on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> I wish you would just use your adult voice. Oh yeah.
1: So <laughs> it's terribly
2: obnoxious. <laughs> I'm
1: sure. Um, also we have to, before we go any farther, thank everybody listening to this podcast because how stuff works gave us a platform. Yes. But you all helped us find our voice and you all have inspired us and guided us and kept us going in so many ways that you have no idea behind the scenes. Um, there have been many times over the years when it's been just grueling, you know, whether it's a lot of work to do or work piled on life. And just when you feel like that your rope is going to snap
2: we we get an amazing email from you all and or letters. You guys have been great about sending us cards, postcards, letters. A listener
1: named Lisa recently sent us a Lisa Frank calendar,
2: and it's an eighteen month calendar. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, eighteen months of Lisa Frank.
1: So that means you and I can split it and both <laughs> appropriately
2: have nine months,
1: which is a fitting. Uh, a fitting calendar for the the host of a show stuff mom never told you which y'all if we could just share all of the <laughs> pr emails we've received over the years assuming that we need to, <laughs> we need experts on like uh baby formula
2: and <laughs> and diapers um yeah i i say this with a smile and lovingly but PR folks out there, I gotta tell you, like, if you don't actually listen to the show or, or read the show's description, um, you're probably not going to make a successful pitch to its hosts.
1: Also, though, to their defense, our handle is mom stuff, which does suggest it's misleading th- that we talk <laughs> about <laughs> stuff <laughs> relevant to moms and are probably moms ourselves. We have a lot of awesome moms in our audience, though. Yeah, we do. I gotta tell you, I'm always so heartened by our community of moms on our Facebook page as well because you you don't have to be a parent to know that parenting plus the internet can get really dicey really fast because there are a lot of opinions and no one wants to be wrong about how they raise their children. And of course, there have been... Arguments that have happened on our Facebook page, but we have such by and large a respectful group of moms and parents and also um, women and parents who don't shade us for mm-hmm. talking about uh, pregnancy related topics or um, children, babies, families saying, you know, you child-free nincompoops, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's my license
2: plate, my vanity plate. <laughs> it's so long. Y'all. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's like one of those European style. Right. Like. So, since this is the the goodbye episode, yes, should we look back at where we started?
2: Yes. Okay. Well, you have to tell the people though, because we do have we are blessed hashtag blessed with a lot of new listeners this year. Um. So we can keep that out of the dumpster fire. We can appreciate that. But oh, yeah. None. None of you all are in the dumpster no, fire. No. No, we're not putting. None of you are going in the dumpster. No. But nobody puts baby in the dumpster fire. That's for sure correct. But tell the people how Sminty originated. I mean, you already told them that How Stuff Works gave you this platform, sure. Yes. But what was your first episode with Molly?
1: Okay, so the very first published episode of Stuff Mom Never Told You was, do men and women have different brains? Ooh, controversial. Uh, but it was based off an existing How Stuff Works article. Um, and, and, and that was sort of the original idea was to comb through the treasure trove of How Stuff Works articles that Molly and I and other staff writers, uh, such as Josh and Chuck of Stuff You Should Know fame, were writing at the time. And uh, for for this show, we were like, hey, we don't dedicate a lot of content, to use uh, digital media speak, to women specifically. Mm-hmm. So what if we take an article... And zero in on, on where women would factor into that. Well, we quickly ran out of, of existing articles. Um, so we started to come up with our own fresh ideas. Whoa. Which again, that was a big risk for the company to take because they were, and I mean this lovingly, they were really letting us off the leash. <laughs> um, and, uh, before that though, there was an audition process. Mm. Yes, this was just, oh man, way back in the day in How Stuff Works when podcasts were but really but a glimmer in so many of our eyes. Uh, in order to launch a podcast, you first had to record a test episode. And y'all, we had no idea what we were doing. Um Molly and I <laughs> went in and... Josh of SYSK and Jonathan Strickland, host of Tech Stuff, were our judges, essentially. And we scripted it. We read a podcast script um, about male birth control. And Caroline, I just so happened
3: <laughs> to have that script
1: in front of me. OK, let's hear some of it. Can I read some of the lines? Um, also, we were trying to make these very short. So I think this was the whole episode, um, and it probably lasted all of five minutes, thank goodness, because the some of these lines that I wrote <laughs> just really did not age well. <laughs> so, Stuff Mom Never Told You, a dramatic reading. <laughs> Stuff Mom Didn't Tell You, interesting information from your female friends at HowStuffWorks.com. Let's jump right in to something that's awkward to discuss with your mom. Ejaculation. Did you know that there are 120 million sperm that come out with each ejaculation? Holy cow, I'm frightened. (laughs) That's more than three times the population of California. What are you going to do? Well, you know, I can pick from the pill, the patch, the injection, diaphragm, etc. That can be a lot of
2: work. Sometimes I pick up some condoms, but guys don't love it. I assume that was scripted as back and forth between you and Molly and not just you having some sort of, like, insane conversation.
1: I wish it was just a horrifying monologue of me. <laughs> now, Caroline, I I, I won't – I will not uh, put you and our listeners through, through the rest of this script because, as you can tell, it is not of the highest quality. Um, also, podcast scripts, y'all. oof, <laughs> Buyer beware. Um, but – I did have to laugh at the closer that I do remember writing and being like, oh, yeah, that's good. And this is a reference, again, to the number of sperm in uh, the average ejaculate. Here it is. (laughs) Well, it sounds like we have 120 million reasons to not throw away birth control because male birth control might be a pipe dream. That's what she said. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we could just hear the slow clap. <laughs> I'm surprised we got a podcast. Now I can see now I can see maybe why why it took a second for for this show to get off the ground. But it, it's is it evolved? Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> Thank <laughs> goodness.
2: Things have evolved. And even like things have evolved with you and me. I mean, we started off with 20 minute shows basically because I was not a full time employee at How Stuff Works. I was a contractor. So I would literally have to scurry across the street from my nightmare job, uh, with a terrible boss that I have alluded to many times on this show. I would have to scurry across the street. Uh, thank, thankfully we were in buildings that were across the street from each other oh, yeah. to record one episode at a time in, in like 20 minutes tops. And so it is kind of funny to like look at our notes now for episodes, which can crest five pages and then look back at those notes from 2011 when I started, uh, that are maybe a page and a half or two pages. Which do you prefer? Because sometimes I look back at those old
1: notes and i think oh oh the salad days
2: (laughs) yeah well i don't neither i mean in in some respects both um i like that we were super efficient back in the day because we had to be we had no choice but sometimes i look back at those notes and i'm like i have no idea what this number is referencing. I feel like I don't have enough here to like have a juicy conversation. Um, yeah, Kristen just made a face. Yeah. I don't
1: like the word juicy. I'm just going to say it.
2: Um, girl, this is the time to say whatever you need to say, but, uh, yeah. And what I do like, I like fleshed out notes. You like juicy flesh. I like, ugh, I like juicy fleshed out notes. Um, when they are not trying to literally cover every angle of something, a trap that Kristen and I have fallen into more than we can count is trying, is being so fascinated by a topic and so excited about something that we want to know every angle of it and share every angle of it. And we also set a super high bar for ourselves
1: because also. Our listeners hold us accountable. Oh, for sure, yeah. So we do it because of personal interests, yes, but also because we want to make sure that we are giving a three hundred and sixty view of a topic. <laughs> but of course, that can that can just get out of hand sometimes, y'all. You might have noticed if you, if you've been listening to us for a while, episodes have gotten longer and, and longer. longer.
2: I know our dear uh, producer Noel, has probably noticed. But I also had to go through a bit of an audition process to land on Sminty back in the summer of 2011. And that process was recording an episode with you. And that was an episode about rebound relationships. And that was fun. And I so clearly remember it. And, you know, full circle, we've come full circle because the rebound that I discussed in that episode is now my boyfriend. No way. Yeah. So in in that very first episode that we published... We talked about or I talked about, you know, this guy who'd just gotten out of a relationship and he wanted to date me. And I was like, no way, buddy, you're on the rebound. You're not mentally healthy enough to date this hot mess. (laughs) I know like I was talking at the time like I was some like highly evolved specimen of human. And we all know that's not the truth. Um, Yeah, well, we reunited two and a half years ago now. And he's my boyfriend dog. Also,
1: I've, I've grown up with this show in so many ways. I mean, thinking about myself now at 32 compared to myself back then at 23. <laughs> oh man. From the fashion choices to the, 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 the I don't want to say boyfriend because y'all you know, was never really good at like, actually like getting a man to date me. Um, but, <laughs> m- but my, my ch- crush choices, uh, to, I mean, also, just the education. Oh, for sure. That SMINTY has afforded us um, in terms of women's history and feminism and intersectionality and just being so much more aware of systems around us and
2: lived experiences that we wouldn't otherwise um, be clued into. Yeah. I'm so grateful for being able to co research topics with you like this, like the topics we've covered, and be able to talk to you about it. And also to be able to hear from, again, y'all, I know we keep talking about you,
1: but at least half of that learning experience is because of you all. You all send us the most in-depth experiences and questions and corrections and resources and ideas. And this show has been as much about you as it has been about us and Honestly, we brag about you all so often. And I know that makes us sound like weird pseudo parents. Um, <laughs> this is not our hysterical wombs talking. Um, but, you know, when we're doing our podcast business, that's business with a Z. Uh, we always brag about what a wonderful audience we have, because it is expected that if you put yourself out on the Internet, you're mostly going to get. A lot of uh, horrible things if, especially if you're a woman and
2: stuff mom never told you has been such an exception to that rule in a lot of ways. It really has our email inboxes, our Twitter. It's all like the coolest safe space. (laughs) And we also
1: want this goodbye to stuff mom never told you to be positive one because we aren't looking back and weeping but rather we're looking forward and i don't know about
2: you caroline but i i'm pumped i got ants in my pants i'm ready to go well as do so many of our listeners have ants in their pants i realized the syntax was weird as you kept talking and, and my mouth was already moving um but yeah let's uh can we play some voice memos from some listeners? Yeah. So these are
1: some of your wish lists for 2017.
2: Yeah. So let's play one, a brief one that we got from Sam. Hi, Sminty.
1: My name is Sam Thede. And for 2017, I think that what I want most is um, more open-mindedness as a nation, more sustainable harvest practices for our natural resources. I want, of course, for myself, the American dream of being able to afford a home and have a job that I can afford that home with. And of course, I would love more Sminty podcasts. Love you guys and all that you do.
2: Thanks for sticking out there for us nasty women. Happy 2017. And okay, so Katrina sent us a really long, incredibly detailed voice memo talking about her goals and wishes and hopes for 2017. And Katrina, we can't play your whole memo, but here is an impressive little snippet.
0: I have a lot of privilege in my life. Um, but I've, I've also been able to see the lack of privilege that others have. Half of my cousins are not white for starters. Um, and being bi has put me in the LGBT community. I have trans friends, and while I may never fully understand the day to day, uh, struggles, I guess, the day to day issues that come about of, uh, that come from not having that kind of privilege that I have, I, I don't understand it in a visceral sense, but I do definitely try to understand it as best I can. And, I have been very lazy when it comes to fighting for my friends and my family. I don't have a lot of money. I'm just a hair's breadth above the poverty line. So I'm, I'm struggling to make ends meet. And a lot of times it feels like the only way to help is to put your money with where your mouth is. And I just don't have that money to put. Just Don't got it. Um, One of the first things I'm going to do going into the new year is I'm going to move my banking from a larger bank to a credit union because when we start talking as a larger group in the, in our country about political figures who, you know, are being kept in the pocket of big business and whatnot, oftentimes those big banks are part of that problem. So I will do what I can to keep my money out of their hands. It's not a lot, but it's a thing that I can do. These are things that I can do. And I have a big old list of things that I can do or think about, and I can commit to going through those lists once a month and seeing if there's anything new I can add. I can commit to continuing to donate blood every eight weeks. I can commit to looking for a place to volunteer that works with my weird schedules
2: and tammy listener tammy had a different take on 2017
4: she's got some other goals for the new year things i would like to see in 2017 is not only more awareness of chronic pain and chronic illness but for people actually to have sources and fundraisers and places they can donate money and do actual research. I and many people and many millions of people in this country and around the world suffer from severe debilitating chronic illness and chronic pain, And we need to be part of the conversation. Disability needs to be included in all intersectionality conversations. We need to mention disability when talking about the black and brown civilians being killed by the cops. And we need to continue free speech, free press, open more independent bookstores, get rid of the electoral college, Somehow keep it classy the way Obama always have, has. And we need to keep up the spirit and keep up the fight and follow Bernie and Hillary in their footsteps and follow their examples and that they're just not giving up for what is right.
2: And here's listener Catherine with her 2017 wish list, which ends on a pretty fabulous note. Hi, Sminty.
0: My name is Catherine. I'm from Quebec in Canada, and here are my wishes for 2017. Um, the first one is that each of us learn the capacity of acting with humility and taking care of each other as an act of radical softness. I also wish that those in power listen to the population with open heart and use their power to make the world a better place. And finally, my classic wish is the complete abolition of imperialist, white supremacist, capitalist, heteropatriarchy. We can do
4: it.
2: Rebecca sent us a great brief little memo, too, for her 2017 wish list. My wish for 2017 is that we maintain our
0: endurance. I hope that we go into the new year with big hearts and open minds and that we keep having the conversations that matter and say the things that just need to be said. Um The world can seem a little overwhelming, especially now, but big changes happen every day when we make big decisions about how we lead our lives every day. I wish that for all of us.
2: And closing out the fabulous listener voice memos that we received talking about your hopes for the future, we have Claire.
3: So one of my major wishes is that we see a wide variety of female creators in everything from TV, books, film, art, in museums, and journalism, and that we really celebrate and uh, amplify a wide variety of voices. And on my challenges list for 2017 for myself, I want to really get out into the community, get on the ground and do the work for the causes that I have supported online for a long time. Things like reproductive rights, uh, LGBTQ rights, and the environment. And so really go out and help these causes on the ground. And on a more personal level, one of my challenges is to talk to my conservative family and friends and about these issues that I care so much about and really try to get them to empathize with the other side and maybe not change their mind but at least help them see where we're coming from and why these issues are so important to us so those are my wishes and challenges for 2017
2: so caroline what's your wish list for 2017 Oh, boy. My wish list is that we take more of our activism off, not off of Twitter, but move it and translate it into real action. Whatever that means for you, that we see an upsurge in angry, nasty women um, actually getting their boots on the ground. And getting involved with the things they believed in believe in, whether that's reproductive rights, uh the dismantling of racist and heteronormative patriarchal systemic awful structures, you know, just really the basics.
1: Yeah. Um I, I my wish list for twenty seventeen also involves the um activism of nasty men too. Nasty gender nonconforming people, uh, just, a, just a nasty nation out there. Um, and it's so broad brush, but I feel like if I were to itemize everything that goes under this, it would take forever. But my number one wish for 2017 and, and really the next four years is the preservation of civil liberties. Um, and also the protection of reproductive rights um and us collectively being more politically active on a local level level than ever before i've um called my state and local reps for the first time and y'all i'm not a phone person Mm-mm. i was honestly Mm-mm. i was scared to answer the phone until i was like 12 years old <laughs> <laughs> and i'm still kind of phone shy uh Especially when I'm calling someplace like cold calling and I don't really know what I'm doing.
2: Oh, yeah. I called uh, one of my senators the wrong name when I was speaking with his staff member. I'm sure that made me look real good. But it doesn't matter because it's
1: just the more you do it, the less scary it is. And if I can do it, if <laughs> if phone phobic me can do it, um everyone else can. And so th- there is that upshot to the post-election atmosphere where a lot of people are fired up to truly start making some change and really start learning about the systems around us and the way that we can contribute to it. Um, So that's my big hope for the world. Personally, my 27 wish list is the successful manuscript writing of our upcoming book, Unladylike,
2: a Field Guide to Smashing the Patriarchy
1: and Claiming Your Space.
2: Yeah, that's right. If you follow us on Facebook, you might have caught that announcement. If you literally only listen to us and don't follow us in any other realm, hey, we're writing a book. We are writing a book. And uh, hopefully you
1: have subscribed to the Unladylike newsletter because uh, just like... The podcast has been such a two-way street. We want to hear from you in terms of what we're going to put and who we're going to highlight in this book that we're super excited about. So you can head over to unladylike.co and subscribe over there. I mean, it's just going to be an unladylike kind of year. I mean, really, I, I cannot emphasize enough how excited I am to get real unladylike in 2017, I would say that, you know, I would just be like, I just want to be stay nasty in 2017. Um, but really, I want to be a nasty woman making some real unladylike kind of media, you know, I
2: think that sounds great. And I hope you guys think that that sounds great because we want you to enjoy it. We want to continue to have a relationship with you where we it's a two way street in terms of the inspiration. It's a it's a it's even, you know, a a complicated highway with overpasses and underpasses. Perhaps it's some sort of traffic circle where the inspiration and good feels never stop. And
1: I approach it with a bit of panic because I then realize, oh, God, I don't know what to do in a traffic circle.
2: Yeah, we are American. We have far fewer of them. Did you know that France has the most traffic circles of any country in the world? I did not know that. Yeah. I'm also an editor for HowStuffWorks.com, so my brain is full of rando stuff.
1: But thankfully, speaking of France, okay, how about that transition? Thankfully, we have so many international listeners who have also been so kind, especially to us post-election. Thank yeah. you for all of your condolences that you've sent us, Um but uh, our international listeners... Help us, you know, through the roundabouts. Thank goodness. <laughs> Life's roundabouts. Or if you're a Michiganner, y'all have those strange who's it's and turnarounds on, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a, you call it like a, a one armed left or something like that. <laughs> I forget, I forget what it's called. And somebody we got to shout out mm-hmm. regarding our book is our beloved illustrator, an all-around nasty woman, Tyler Fetter.
2: Yes. So we reached out to Tyler because we loved her work. She is an incredible illustrator. She clearly has so much frickin' heart. Let's tell him some examples of what she's done. Well, so, yeah, in the wake of the election, um, you know, we couldn't really—we could barely get out of bed. And the three of us were chatting with our agent, our book agent, on Slack, Because we're cool business women,
1: I was wearing uh, shoulder pads certainly.
2: And uh, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, your your bedtime shoulder pads. Yes, my my shoulder padded pajamas. Yeah, and we were kind of talking to each other about like, oh well, thank God we're doing this project. Like this is going to keep us going. And that day, Tyler, in the spirit of supporting women, launched. A project on Instagram. She used the hashtag draw me Tyler with the goal of drawing these beautiful illustrations of marginalized women, women of color, trans women, women living with disabilities, a range of beautiful and amazing activists. And she ended up getting a lot of attention for it and it was well deserved. Absolutely. And,
1: um, you may have seen her piece, uh, Intersectional, Rosie the Riveter, floating around on uh, Tumblr, especially. I think that's the first place that I saw it. Um, and you can now uh, see some of her stuff on Feminist Apparel as well. Um, but we are just so, 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 so excited to be working with her. And we're really excited for you all to discover her work if you haven't already. Um, she's Roaring softly—that's roar, as in R O A R, like a lion. Um, roaring softly on Twitter and Instagram. So check her stuff out and get excited. Um, she has drawn um, for our book proposal, unladylike. Um, she's drawn some fabulous body hair. Yeah. On, on some some naked women. So if that's not if that's not a tease to, to get excited <laughs> about our book, then I don't know what is. Um, but. We've got a lot to do, Caroline. Um, we are certainly not stepping out of this studio after we finish recording this and uh, taking a vacation. No. Nope. It's about to ramp up. And we so hope that we'll continue hearing from you and seeing you. Um If, if you want to email me directly, you can do that at Kristen, C-R-I-S-T-E-N. It's commonly misspelled. Mm-hmm. Even my phone autocorrects it <laughs> to mean. add an H. That's mean. I know. Uh, I could probably fix it. I just don't. Um, you can email me at Kristen at unladylike.co. I'm caroline at unladylike.co. And again, if you want to sign up for our little newsletter to keep abreast of our uh, – I am such a – I am a child. I just laughed at abreast. <laughs> What a farewell Um, to stay abreast of all the stuff that we're going to be doing, places we're going to hopefully be going, faces we're going to be seeing, words that we're going to be speaking. (laughs) It's like so
2: specific, but so vague, right?
1: (laughs) Um, So head over to unladylike.co. Also, I I just think it's sort of a neat looking website. Uh, Thank you, Squarespace. You didn't sponsor us, but you sponsored this podcast in the past. And so I used the mom stuff promo code to get 10% off our Squarespace site. Um, so that so that was a real boon. So listeners, I cannot thank you enough for helping me become the person that I am today. And I mean that sincerely. And when I say that I love you, I also mean it from the bottom of my heart
2: and this group of listeners that we interact with and even if you're just a, a sminty lurker um you have given me hope for 2017 and beyond you've given me hope that uh all is not lost this is not the end of the world as big of a dumpster fire as this past year has been as many amazing people as we have lost uh as many uh threats to our rights that we have faced as much oppression as we have waded through, um, I know that you're out there and that you're nasty and you're determined and you're driven and you're vocal. And so thank you for giving me so much hope and making me feel like I'm really a part of something incredible. And that's not just the Sminty community. That's really just a community of amazing humans out there and so please keep in touch please let us know that you're still out there because we still want to talk to you and with you um and we hope that you follow us along on our future adventures so again thank you we love you we wish you
1: the very best new year possible and this isn't goodbye but rather see y'all later
2: yeah peace out for now